they don't really look at it that way. But if you were going to say, Hey, you know, we do all this, we charge this much an hour. They're going to be like, what? Yeah. How much, like you charge that much an hour. It's just, and that's what they it's just see. everyone's mindset and yeah. it's not their fault at all. It's just how the world well, works. How, right. It's how we think about money. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocations company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Welcome to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We are at episode 49. Welcome, welcome. We're so excited to have you here with our microphones plugged in and working. They <laughs> are working. If you heard us last week. <laughs> um, before we get started to the podcast, don't forget to subscribe to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We put on new episodes every Monday. And if you are a loyal listener and you're listening right now, take a second maybe write a review, maybe give us five stars because we love to hear what you love about the podcast. And if you want to keep up with us on all of our social medias, you can follow us at the one crazy journey podcast and everything.envy. So you can follow us everywhere we can be followed. So we were just kind of ranting. We were, yeah, we're just not ranting, but just talking about how busy we are in, uh, in different ways. Yeah. It's just booked. Like the weekends are booked already. Like Stetson was saying, like she's she's going to Mexico soon and she's already there because I'm, I'm like next month in I'm her like mind. in my mind I'm already there. <laughs> um, this weekend I'm going to Arizona, the hot heat. But we are just talking about how hot it is here. We have a heat Oregon. warning. It's, it's supposed not Grand's to be. Pass, it's like Oregon. Yeah, Portland's like even Portland. normally colder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Portland's usually well at least five to eight degrees cooler oh, than yeah. here. I don't feel like they get as much heat here, but it's just interesting to have it be so hot this soon because it's literally just now being summer. Yeah, but it's been a hundred degree don't. days. Normally we don't get the heat until late August. And then maybe we'll have 103 day, even 108 mm-hmm. sometimes, but yeah. usually like 102. Yeah. And that's like maybe. super hot, but no, it's been a hundred plus. And then um, I was kind of complaining about the heat. So I'm going for a bachelorette party this weekend. Um, and I was just like, you know, it's going to be super hot there, like 110 and 120. But when we're going, it's supposed to be like around 110. That it's 110 about right. here. So yeah. it's like the same heat as in here as it is in Arizona. So I'm like, I guess that kind of makes me feel better because everyone's going to be yeah. dying of heat stroke. <laughs> You've got to drink a lot of water. I lived in Arizona yeah. for a while and uh, it, it's hot. Yeah. Average temperature is like 118 about this time of year. That's how it was last week. So yeah. it seems like it's going to be a little cooler when I leave. I mean, cooler meaning 110. It's only 110. But I'm sure it'll get up to like 115, but it's not far off from here. No, now it's going to be really hot here. 110 here is hot. It's a little bit more humid. Well, I don't know. I haven't been to Arizona for a number of years. Might be more humid now, but it always felt better when it's dry. When it's a dry heat, 118 is manageable, but when it's humid, it's yeah, like really, really hard hot. to manage. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to Arizona next week and then it's the 4th of July and my fiance's family is doing like a big, um, gathering over there because they usually do on the fourth right mm-hmm. yeah and then the next weekend's 
our friend's wedding that we're in. And then the next weekend we go to Mexico. So it's like, what? I'm already in August. The end of summer's here. <laughs> I'm already, my whole year's already planned out really. <laughs> as far as like, ask me in August, uh, then I'll have a free weekend. <laughs> yeah. And then we've already got work stuff already planned through October. So yeah, we're busy, yeah. busy girls. Just yeah. one thing after the other. But if you did tune in to last week's podcast and you didn't sign up for the relocations class, you can click the link below and we'll have a wait list because mm-hmm. our plan is to open it um, every six weeks. Mm-hmm. So this round, we are going to be starting July 12th um, officially, and then we'll be launching it every six weeks after that. So if you did miss it, we're not saying that the price is going to be the same, but you can join the wait list and we're just, we're just trying to play it by ear. We'll adjust a couple of things as we need to, and then reopen it because we're are very excited and yeah, um, lots if you missed lots last weekend's podcast and you want to hear about how awesome relocations are, listen to it. The audio was not amazing, it's not but great. the quality of the content's still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, lessons learned. We're we're still trying to get our groove in the new office space in Setson's off home office. So we forgot to plug one of the little bits in. So we didn't have good quality audio, but like you said, the content was amazing. So go back and listen if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about hourly rates and have you considered raising yours lately? Like, is it time? Here it is summertime, you know, we're mid-year now and it's always a good time, like at that mid-year point to kind of reflect on what you're doing and how things are working for you. And is it time to raise your hourly rate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is something interesting when we were emailing back and forth with some people that were talking about the class, wondering if they should sign up, et cetera. And a lot of them were like, it's, I can't afford it right now, you know? And we get it. Like it's, it's, we were charging $3,000 for the course, but also we know the value of what we're giving and one small move will pay for it. Mm-hmm. So we feel like we didn't want to undervalue what we're giving. Cause we're literally giving you our last five years of experience. Um, so that, you know, that's, that's worth something. Yeah. It's worth, I mean, really the whole business model, I mean, every single bit of it and uh, what we've learned over the last five years. Yeah. And so we feel like we needed to charge more and that's why we're saying we can't guarantee the price is going to be the same, but there was some organizers and we get it. Like, they're like, you know, I can't afford it trying to figure out how I can pay for it. And I'm like, if you can't afford it, we would even push you to sign up for it even more. And I know we're talking about this. The class is currently closed right now, but if you're interested, you know, join the wait list, but it just goes to show like how small we view jobs that are like $3,000, like $5,000. Yeah. And how much that can be for a professional organizer. And that's why we were trying to say, this is the way to do it. Like you need to start doing moves. That's literally where the money is. Yeah. You almost can't afford not to really. I mean, that's how we strongly feel like you can't afford not to do relocations because it is where the leads constantly come in for one, Yeah, exactly. but the jobs are bigger. They just require more hours to complete. It's a very um, detailed project for the client. You are taking on the entire move from start to finish. And it's very streamlined. I mean, the system that we've developed, mm-hmm. it's it's easy to do. It's it's just it's like a no-brainer once you start doing it. Once you start yeah. in the relocations, you think, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? Because you will just it's so lucrative. Yeah. And an organizer, know? I was emailing back and forth with another organizer, and they're like, Yeah, we do moves currently. So she was just trying to figure out if you know signing up for the course was the best idea because she already does that, but they did have more questions on how we do it. 
So she was like, that is where the money is though. Like people yeah. don't bat an eye at, at what we charge. She's like, it's been so successful for us. I'm like, see, this is the thing. So back to pricing, as I was saying, you know, if you're not seeing the result that you want in your business, first add relocations, join the wait list. Yes. <laughs> in your first business and, and all your problems will be solved. <laughs> um, second, like what you were saying, raise your rates and also make sure that you're charging enough for all the things that you do. And that's the thing that we really like about relocations is we, it's so streamlined and we make sure that we're getting paid for everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're an organizer, there's so many little things that you're doing. Um, yeah. Like, like if you're shopping online, yeah, kind shopping of thing. online, cause shopping maybe you took store. four hours to shop online and you know, yeah, product, I don't want to charge my client for that. And, yeah. Product you know, planning. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. all of that takes so much time. And then when you come to the client, like oftentimes you're doing all this planning ahead of time. And then you go to the client and you're like, okay, do you want to do this? Yes or no. Right. You know, depending on how you do your yeah, job, I'm not sure. Right. Try to sell them on the idea. And then you have to sell them on the idea. Yeah. And it can be um, so much time that you're just putting into all these little tiny jobs. Yeah. Because you again, may have put 25, 30 hours into that planning, that but you're maybe gonna you're get, only going to get like $400 for yeah, or, or like or 800, 800, which would be a bigger organizing job. Mm -hmm. You know, that might be like a full day or two, but, um, it's just all those little things. So when you first started out, you were charging what? Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I, I was charging like $35 an hour. And when you think about it coming from your job that you were doing before, which was 1250 an 12, hour, 15 hour as a receptionist in a chiropractor's office, I was making 1250 an hour. That sounds like a lot. And so $35 an hour that I get to keep. You're oh like, my gosh. I'm living. I'm yeah, living. exactly. And the amount of money that I made in one job, for example, where maybe it was like a whole month's worth of income. Well, yeah, when <laughs> the I and chiropractor. Then, yeah, because when I joined you, I think our rates were like fifty. They were hour. fifty, yeah. And then I just come from like working, yeah, as a marketing manager. Mm -hmm. I think I was making maybe fourteen dollars an hour. Again, this was a few years ago, so minimum wage has definitely gone up, increased, especially <laughs> since twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, so that was above minimum wage then. What we're talking about, yeah, and so we yeah, were. Yeah, even making, my rate was above minimum wage. Yeah, I think but. I was making fourteen fifty or something when minimum mm -hmm. wage was like I don't know, maybe it was twelve then. But yeah, probably was. So I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm making pretty making good money above. Yeah, and then when we would when I start working with you, I'm like, we just made five hundred dollars in a day. Uh -huh. I'm like, it would take me. <laughs> I like don't even make a hundred dollars in a day, like working where I'm working. I go see, I know, and gosh, so it yeah. seems like you're making a lot, which yeah. I mean, compared to any other job, obviously you are, but you also have to think about all the other little things that you do in your business that just take yeah, time and you run a company and maybe you have a cell phone that you're paying for, or you have these other little services that you're paying extra for every month, things that you use for a planner or I don't know, like graphics, like, you know, we have Canva, we have click funnels and we have send grid and we zoom, got zoom and we got all the things <laughs> that you the need. List, we've got, I don't know, like 10 things we pay for every month, but, and they all vary, you know, from little to a lot, but when, when you really look at how much you need, like how much are you actually getting per hour too? Right. For I all mean, the for time that you us, put in. We divide in the time. It's a night. It's not good. We don't want to do that, no. but it's just because we love what we do. So it's just yeah. like, I don't know. We're always working, especially with social media. We're always working, but it's fun work at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, really just evaluate how much you're charging. Have you upped your rates? Yeah. When was the last time you upped your rates? Yeah. And so when we were at that $50 an hour, when Stetson joined, 
we also, we t- I said, this is a good time now that, you know, you're coming on board. We should talk about raising our rates. And so we jumped right up to 75 an hour after that for the moves. And then I think r- and like then right soon after that, after, like a few months, we're like, I, I you don't know, even know it was two months later. Yeah. yeah. I think this. it was two months later. And the thing is, is the average organizing rate has gone up considerably. I think when I first started the business, it was somewhere around, I don't know, like $25 to like $120 an hour. So mm-hmm. when well, we, it depends on where you are. Yeah. Sure. Well, and that like, was for the area. Yeah. That was like Portland rates. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I didn't have anything to really go on here, even those kind of smaller area. So that's why I stuck to like the $35 an hour and then $50 felt like I was at least, um, you know, it, it felt like more, uh, realistic of what I should be charging because there was another organizer in town charging 75. Yeah. But then when I realized how much more, how better the quality of work that I do mm-hmm. versus over even the other organizer, then I knew I needed to raise the rates. So when Susan came on board, we went, yeah, right away from 75 to hundred dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. And the rates have gone up nationally for yeah. organizers even more. I yeah, mean, I look at it's... that statistic periodically and it's like now we're almost like low end of the scale now because they get paid more overall. So if you're still hovering around like $45 an hour. Oh, you need to be charging more. You, and here's you, the thing about can be. hourly rates. We continue to get this. And it's just how people's minds work where you say, hey, I charge $100 an hour. And they're like, you charge a hundred dollars an hour. My, you know, my husband doesn't even make a hundred dollars an hour. And that happens in every job. If we come up to someone, it's been happening for years. Hey, we charge $50 an hour. They're like, what? Mm -hmm. $50 an hour? Because people make, you know, they don't make $50 an hour at a normal job. They just do not. So the thing about when you're talking to people about your rates, which is why we love moves is we don't really say our hourly rate. We we obviously have it in our contract. We're not hiding how much we charge an hour, but we say it as a, in a different way. We say, hey, um, we're going to talk about moves again, just because it's what we do. <laughs> but you can use it in your organizing business as well. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't do relocations, but we say, hey, we're going to take care of all the details. We're going to hire the moving company, pack you up, um, oversee the move, do your floor plan you know, set up all your furniture, unpack every box and organize you for $8,000. How does that sound? Oh my gosh. It sounds amazing. And you're going to do all that. And you're going to do all and do of I that? have to get any boxes? Nope. No. We'll get all the packing materials. Oh yeah. Exactly. But I'm saying if we but, were to say, Hey, we are going to do all of that, mm-hmm. but we charge. And so, and then we charge $200 an hour for two of us. They're going to be like, what? Yeah. So it's, it's all about how you say it. So for us, totally. I give you the example that we just said, we're going to do all of this for, we give them an estimate. It's going to be between, you know, 6,000 to, to 8,000. And when you're thinking about moves or like those bigger jobs, we would probably, we normally give about a 1500 difference, I would say. So like 65 to 8,000, um, I would say. Yeah. That's um, about right. And the $1,500 difference, they're not worried about at all. They're like, okay, if it's in these, as long as they here, have an idea, as long as they have an idea, yeah. because again, you're moving someone's life. There's going to be things that you you know, there's cupboards that you got to look in. There's going to be things that you or, might add a bunch of time or yeah. it might be smaller than you thought. Yeah. Sometimes there's a complicated piece of furniture that just takes a while for the movers to take off. And yeah, exactly. So and all those little things, all those little things affect it, but you're right. They don't, they don't bat an eye out, out of that difference if they have a ballpark. And figure. sometimes we've given them between 2000, like it's, it's a really, you know, really unknown. It's going to be between this and that. So like, perfect. They don't really look at it that way. But if you no. were going to say, Hey, 
you know, we do all this, we charge this much an hour. They're going to be like, what? Yeah. How much, like you charge that much an hour. It's and just, that's what they it's see. just everyone's mindset and yeah. it's not their fault at all. It's just how the world well, works. How, right. It's how we think about money. Exactly. And they went looking at it at an hourly rate. That's why we, we don't do that. We present it more of as a package. Like mm-hmm. this is, and this is what you're going to get. You're going to get all of these things. We're going to take care of all of the details. And I also want to throw in, uh, because we're going to talk about moose because that's what we do is when you're talking about a service, like let's say your car breaks down or, you know, there's a little fender bender that you need to have fixed to have an automobile body repaired is quite expensive. That little mm-hmm. ding that you just hit. And when you backed into the telephone pole, like I've done that once before, <laughs> and it turns out to be like a $2,500 fix. Mm-hmm. So if that's what you want to do, you want to repair that, then you know that's what's going to cost. And okay, that's what I've got to pay. So people are moving and they kind of look at it at that way too. It's it's a project. It it's not a a wish list. It's a not luxury, something on there. Yeah. yeah, it's not or a luxury. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they they see it differently because it is a service. It's somebody's. It's like somebody coming in to repair an appliance in your home, mm-hmm. or replace something, or you know, it's and it's it's such a needed idea, and it's something that people really really would rather have somebody else do. Yeah. So that's why it feels different to them. But even in your organizing job, so presenting it in a way, and you when you're getting really good at estimating, like you probably are, some of you know, probably some of you listeners probably really good. Like you could look at a pantry and say, yeah, I know that's going to be mm-hmm. how much it's going to be, you know, so many hours of my time, roughly this much in product. But, if you, but again, if you say, hey, it's going to be eight hours of my time, I charge a hundred dollars an hour. It's just like how they look at it. And we're not saying we're hiding the hourly rate from them by any means, because we have, um, we've had this conversation with the student before, cause we're telling them how to say it. And they're like, isn't that sneaky? We're like, no, not at all. Cause we have our customer agreement that we go over with them. We're standing there going over it with them. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is how much we charge an hour. And Mm -hmm. then we have a spot for if any estimate was given, this is how much it is. So they do read, okay, we charge a hundred dollars an hour per person. It's in our contract. We're not hiding it. But when they see that number, they've already been like, okay, we've talked about this and this is the estimate. They they see the number and they understand it, but they don't um, see the number and then their numbers are adding up in their mind. And they're like, this is going to be, you know, $20,000 for me to move from an apartment to an apartment. You know, it's like, yeah. And that's why, that's why we don't like to throw the hourly rate because they just see right away how long they think it would take them to do. At the beginning. And then when we go over the contract, we say, perfect. We charge a hundred dollars an hour per person. And then they're like, okay. So anyways, that's kind of how we like to look at jobs. And, um, it's just a way better. You just have to think about people's mindset. Really? Yeah. Just the way the human mind works, especially around money, especially in this country, you know, any of these Westernized countries, people want, they see value, you know, and, and they calculate value right away. So if you come at them with your hourly rate first, this is what I charge. And people ask that all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you charge an hour? Because that's the only question they can think to ask. Yeah. So they could try to figure it out how much budget they have. Well, if you come at them with a project price yeah. or an estimate of a project price, then that's something that they can digest and decide if, if yeah, it's I something think, they can like, You can kind of think of it as like you're painting your house. Like they don't, they don't, because my fiance owns a painting company. They don't ask, how much do you charge an hour to paint your house? Because right. he, they he never has do, guys huh? and he has yeah. to pay them hourly. Yeah. And I think he pays them, I don't know, 25 an hour, probably 20 an hour. And they never ask, how much do you charge an hour? They just say, how much is this going to be? 
How much and is it going to cost to paint my house? He gives them an estimate on how much it's going to be. Yeah. So it's the same thing. You just, mm-hmm. it's just, if you look at it in that way, it's going to be a lot easier to sell your services. Yeah. If you're doing organizing, if you're doing relocations, if you're doing whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. If they can just get a, you know, solid cost on, okay, perfect. You can do all this or you can do the same thing for the pantry. I'm going to take it now. I'm going to declutter it. We can go over it with you. We're going to label everything. We're going to design product based to your needs. And we can do this all for $2,000 rather than we can do this all for, you know, so much an hour. <laughs> an hour. You're like what? Yeah. And and we've just run into it for years, time yeah. and time again. Um, it, it is and, all in the way you say Sometimes we mess up and then things get a little confusing. We always fix it in the end. Yeah. But um, it's really just about mindset and knowing your value mm-hmm. of the things that you do do. Yeah. And you know, it's really hard. I think it's like being an artist when, you know, there's an an artist who's like really amazingly good Mm -hmm. and they don't charge for their paintings. Like they're giving them away. Yeah, exactly. But if, if somebody puts a value on it and then maybe it's a $3,000 painting instead of it just being given away, Mm -hmm. that on the other end also makes it more, uh, it just makes that person who purchased it feel better as well. Cause they invested in something that they really, really enjoy. And yeah, they're going to be proud think, to hang it on their wall. And I think an uh, interesting thing to think about too, what we've told like the people that we do one-on-one coaching calls and stuff is you got to like charge for the clients that you want. So if yeah. you're trying to book those large luxury clients and you're in a very high-end area and you go in and you're like, great, I charge $35 an hour. They're going right. to be like, who are you? Yeah. So you kind of have to find that happy medium in a way where it's like you if you charge less, which is what happened to you, it happens time and time again. You charge less, you were getting those you those know, clients, clients that I didn't that really enjoy working, enjoy working on. With. Or and yeah. there's people that love working with those types of people. You know, maybe their houses are a little not not as clean. They want to use Dollar Tree products, and that's totally fine if you mm-hmm. are an organizer that likes to work like that. And those are the people that you love to help. But for you, it was. I really want to book those luxury jobs. I want to be able to just to go on the container store and buy whatever I want. Yeah. But you weren't charging for those clients. Right. You were charging for for the know, lower the, the lower yeah the lower, lower income Dollar Tree clients. Yeah. Yeah. So you really charge if you want to get those high end clients. You need to make sure you're charging for those the mm-hmm. amount. Yeah. For those high end clients. Right. So you basically are just it's kind of scary to do, especially when you are weeding out and you're kind of making that transition, I feel like, cause you're like, now you're weeding out those people that are going to be very um, worried about the price mm-hmm. and you really have to break it down for them. But then you're attracting the people that are, that you really want to help. Yeah. And it is a scary, I'm glad you brought and that it up. Cause it is, it takes guts. Like yeah. we, it's taken us a while to get there. We just didn't, okay, we're raising our rates and now we automatically have the clients we want to work with. No, it's taken a while. I feel like now we're finally at that point. Yeah. And our rates have been at the $100 rate for several years. Yeah. Yeah. But now the clients that we're working with, you know, it's like, great, $10,000 removed. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. $8,000. Awesome. Thank you. You know, we're working with the client for the last six months that we've been helping. It's like, those are the people that we really like to help. We like to do those long-term projects and just really be able to connect with the family Um, be able to help them in every single area and really just be able to get the products that we want, knowing that they're high quality and they're going to last for basically ever. Yeah, because the clients we have now are 
not afraid to make that investment in their home. Yeah, they see the they value see the value right away. And they see the value yeah. of what we do too. So it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And they just don't, you know, have the time to do it themselves. So it's just like a win-win for us. So those are the type of people that we want to work with, which is yeah. why you see us not uh, doing a lot of client work anymore. We talked about this, but we're transitioning to most online. Yeah. We are going to keep those handful of clients that we just love to work with, do maintenance, um, you know, book those just huge projects if yeah. you want to do that. Yeah. But that's why you don't see us managing all those small moves on our social media, mm-hmm. which is just because we've chosen not to do it, not because you can't. If, if we a, wanted to next week, we, we were selling ourselves and writing the, the copy. I was like, dang, we were throwing out some numbers. I was like, <laughs> why did we not do, why are we still doing this again? Like 8,000, 6,000, 2,000. Like, I know, I like what over the course of, what did I say? Like 13 days, we yeah, made like $17,000. Like, wait, what? What are we doing again? Um, we're just yeah. weird like that. Yeah. And we see other visions for our company, but. Yeah, but back to, if you want to attract other clients that you have, or maybe you're getting those clients and you just, you like doing what you're doing, but you really long to do something more high end you really have to bite the bullet and mm-hmm. raise your rates really that's that's where you that's what happened to me yeah that, that's really the only way that you're going to get those clients and people it, it's like you were saying earlier about we were talking about trucks because that's in his fiance it's a he's got his own company he's driving a truck and it's a nice one and so we were talking about that how if a client saw somebody like drive up in a beat up truck they, maybe mm-hmm. it's got paint spilled all over it. And it's it's old and it's loud and smoke coming out the end. Even that client is going that first impression of that client is going to go, oh, he's a painting company. But yet, you know, there's something in there that they're not going to see the value in what he's doing. So when you're, but as I think an it's organizer for painting, because that's like typical painting, actually. That's like oh, they, is it? They, it's not like Brandon. They, <laughs> no, when they roll up in a beat up, because they think that Brandon does the painting. He doesn't do the painting. He has he does. He's runs the company. But like you could think of it as um, the opposite of like he drives up in a super like douchey like Ferrari or something, you know? Oh yeah. Like. And not saying you can't get a Ferrari because we'll probably get a nice car one day. But okay. it's just like that first impression. But the first impression, people, like, yeah. Oh, who is this guy? Like they would think you're a painter. Why are you driving a truck? Well, you're driving this. Yeah. It's just like you automatically it's have a head game again. A different impression yeah. of people for the first time you meet them. Yeah, but then as an organizer, if you give somebody a quote of a closet, you're going to do their master closet, and you tell them it's going to be like three hundred dollars, they might go, mm, you know. Mm-hmm maybe you're not going to do very much because that didn't seem like the right kind of value. So it's kind of a head game though, but seriously, you. And I think the thing is really, is you really just have to figure out the clients that you want to help. You can't help everyone. That's the hard truth about like doing your business. I feel like if you're trying to talk to everyone, even we are still trying to find like that one specific person. And like, we're talking to you organizers right now on our podcast every single day, but like we're still in that in-between stage where we, we do things on social media to help people that want to get organized, but then we also help organizers. Like, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. very similar, but yeah. you just have to figure out the clients that you want to help. You can't help the high-end luxury $20,000 plus people, you know, that want to do their whole house and help the Dollar Tree people. It's very hard. No, and that was and hard for me, are, wouldn't you say? That was really hard yeah, for me to get over that. Yeah, and if you are, your yeah. rates are too low. If yeah. you are helping both clients, your rates are too low and you mm-hmm. need to help them. Yeah. because you're just your time is just worth more yeah and again like we said earlier going back and seeing how much time you spend 
overall in the week for your business. And then you factor that in. If you worked a full 40 hours on your business, but you only booked maybe an eight to 10 hour job yeah, and do your hourly rate math, like how much are you really making an hour? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're only making like minimum wage when you think about it because of all the extra time that you put in. So we want to make sure that you're getting paid for the time that you're putting in where you're not actually on the clock, but also more importantly, that you get paid for what you're worth because that's really hard. You know, we devalue ourselves so much. We don't think yeah. that we're worth that. It's scary. You know, you get this lump in the pit of your stomach if you tell somebody, you know, I'm basing my job on a $50 an hour rate Well, now. it's the same as when we were launching our relocations class. You know, it's like we have some people that can't afford it. I'm like, shoot, should we have done a different, you know, payment plan? It's like we want to be able to help everyone, but also we just realize we can't. You know, there's people that just sign up within 30 minutes. Boom, I'm doing it. So we have to just know that we can help those people. And again, with the relocations class, we know the value that we're giving. So I and mean, we, even, know. And we need to be charging more, but yeah. we are charging the least that we can. <laughs> right. But it's the same thing in anything that you do. We know the value of what we're putting in. And it is that uh, it just takes practice. Because like we, we told you an example last week of the first time we had like a $5,000 move and we're like, this is the, or I think it was 5,500. Yeah. And we're like, this is huge. The client's going to be like so upset. It's so expensive. And you're like, help me. I need to go in and tell them <laughs> how much it's going to be. Cause that moved. I don't think we gave them an estimate because there were so many unknowns. There were like, so many. Here's a contract, you know? And so we didn't actually talk through like, Hey, it's going to be between this and this. And that's when we were new at like newer at doing moves. It was well, newer at doing the big ago. moves. I was big really moves, good at yeah. doing the smaller moves by myself. Yeah, but like 1500 we were, 2000 3, Yeah, like 3000 3500 Yeah, it was like anywhere from fifteen to 3500 But mm-hmm. now we're doing this bigger move and we're still figuring things out. Yeah, so we're like, okay, like we're still trying to estimate it and stuff and figure out how much it will be. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this is... I've just, got to tell them it's 5500 And then they go in there and then you're like, so it's this is all the stuff we did for you, you know, da-da-da. So it's going to be $5,500. And they're like, oh, that's it? Yeah, we thought it was going to be more than that. Yeah, here's a $500 <laughs> tip. You ladies are so amazing. We're like, that was crazy. And then once- <laughs> I got you, myself all worked up for no reason. Yeah, no, really. But it is scary. And so once you realize mm-hmm. that, but also once you hit those like thresholds of, okay, now I'm comfortable telling people that it's going to be $500 or $5,000. And then you can be like, okay, now $8,000. It doesn't look as big. You know, yeah. where it's like, you might be a little, okay, it's, it's going to be 8,000, but it's once you get through the threshold, I feel like between like, you know, 2000 to $5,000, that that's kind of where you just got to figure things out. But after you get past the five, it's pretty easy. Yeah. And then once you get past the 10, then once you get past the 20, you're like, <laughs> you have these little okay, it's yeah. pretty easy. They can do this. Yeah. You're like, well, it's going to be 15,000. Like, okay. <laughs> You know, like we, the, one of the biggest projects we've worked on is what we're working on now. Yeah, which is now in excess of $20,000 yeah, job. Yeah, and that took a little bit more figuring out too. But now mm-hmm. that we've gone through it, we can help other people in the process. You know, we've really refined it. But mm-hmm. now that we've done a job like that, we can easily go into another large house and be like, perfect. Yeah. We know that it's going to be about this much. Let's yeah. do the same thing. Tweak a couple of things here and there. Yeah. And we're more comfortable to say it's going to be, you know, $15,000 for a contract or whatever. So it's just like, once you, you just have to get through the hurdles, but if you keep going up and up and up, it's, it gets easier. Comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that gut wrenching. And it's time. not that we're taking advantage of our clients by any means. It's just, 
you have to know the value. And it's like, you're literally, you're talking about moves. You're taking our whole life, taking care of all the details, packing, yeah. managing, hiring moving companies, con- like floor plans, everything. Yeah. And they don't have to do anything. That is worth every penny. And, oh, it totally. is, and it is hard work. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. You're standing, you're moving, you're moving and grooving, but. Yeah. It's, they're long days sometimes, you know, for the move day, move days, a long day, packing days are, you know, they're, there's little entities of their own. But, you know, I did want to say that when I get calls for people that want moves, most of the time they don't ask how much yeah. do you charge? Mm-hmm. Most of the time they just call and say, Hey, I've got a move. I'm moving in a month or I'm moving whenever. And, yeah. uh, and then I need help because whatever reason, either I'm not able to, or I don't have time, or I'm not in the country or whatever so it is. so many people are like, I don't care how much it is. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. And that, that's where they're so coming like, from. Please, like, please like, just tell me you're me. available. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what they really want to know. Yeah. They, why they call me is to see, you know, like I got your number from so-and-so and I want to know what your schedule is. I want yeah. to get on your schedule. That's where they're coming from. And that's, you know, back to the relocation things, why we love it so much is that's where they're coming from. They're saying, I need your help. And I just hope you have time for me. Exactly. So that, that's and the so, majority of the calls. Like there's, and also I think it was Sherry Gill or something. I was talking about this at the how-to summit the very first year. And she was saying, if you're booked out months, you need to raise your rates. She did and say And I see that. some organizers mm-hmm. that are booking into August, I'm booking into September. If you're booked out that far, you need to raise your rates. Yeah. You just need to. Yeah. And especially that means every yeah. year that goes by, you have this much more experience. So if you haven't raised your rates, mm-hmm. you know, even since last year, this is your sign to do it. Yeah. And also if you're working seven days a week, we'd like to see you work five days a week. Yeah. And, <laughs> and also it's like, again, you need to raise your rates, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're working on a Saturday and you're, you know, you've got a little closet or a pantry and yeah, just take a step back and you, if you raise your rates, you might get less jobs, but you're going to make more money. Yeah. And I would say if you're an organizer that's working part-time, because I know there's organizers that are working part-time and they're slowly trying to transition from their day job to organizing full yeah, time. Right. And you have to work on the weekends. Like mm-hmm. we chose someone that was in that situation. I yeah. want to do this full time, but obviously I can't do it right now. Like I have to work during the week. Because so it's got to be a side gig right now. She was now. just working weekends. Mm-hmm. So there are that's different. like that too. Yeah. And if you want to just work part time and you don't have another job, that's awesome. Do that. Oh yeah, totally. You could totally do it. Or if you have young kids and maybe you just want to do some organizing during the day while they're at school, mm-hmm. when they go back to school, I think kids yeah. are going back to school. Yeah. And then you have, maybe you've got six hour windows where you could book a job. That's totally great. Yeah. And, yeah. and what I was trying to say is when you, if you are trying to make that transition or if you're like wanting to start an organizing job, really just think about how many jobs would I have to book to replace my income? Yeah. You know, that's a good way and to if look you at just it too. Focus on, okay, mm-hmm. if I charged this much more, if you are adjusting your rates, mm-hmm. I would be able to say goodbye to my job. Or if I booked two jobs, I would be making way more than I am now. So I think if you just look at it in terms of like do the math and numbers and really mm-hmm. like calculate it out. And if you, yeah, if you just added, you know, $25 an hour more an hour, what would that do? Right. What is that getting right? Would that take or, you know, cover the cost or yeah. what you're making from your day or job? Or if you're trying to buy something, great. Mm-hmm. Up. I mean, I want to buy a new car. It's going to be $300 a month. Okay. Charge $25 or more an hour. Your car is paid for. You know, it's just like. We look at little goals like that. Yeah. yeah. Like in just math. Just yeah. simple math. 
Mm-hmm. And again, just knowing your value. So, but knowing your value first and foremost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're still down now, depending upon where you live and your rates for as an organizer and you've been an organizer, you've, you've got a lot of experience, especially if you've got a year under your belt or a couple of years under your belt and you haven't raised your rates, then perhaps it's time. Look at the average amount of money that a professional organizer makes in your area. And if you're at the low end, perhaps you should be at least in the middle end, if not the high end of that. Thanks for listening to the One Crazy Journey podcast, where we have a brand new episode every Monday. Like what you hear? Then subscribe so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, why not hop over to our Instagram at everything.nb and follow us there so you can keep up with our stories. And on a side note, we often make references in our episodes about the programs, books, and apps, and other tools that we love. If you would like to know what these tools are, then take a look at the show notes for this episode and find the link to our free resource guide. Well, that's it for today. So you can listen to us next time on the One Crazy Journey podcast. And if you use your imagination, you can see us too.